Hello, everyone. Hello. Yeah, we're on. Welcome to Gen Z Rising, formerly late millennials. Yeah, you may form. Yeah, exactly. I'm Dana. Audrey, are we in introducing ourselves? Well, we might as well. We're a new, yeah. we're a new brand. Niche, say your Niche. name. My name is Niche. Because I feel like all the podcasts you guys have been having me listen to, they just like go right in, and then I can't tell the difference between. I think on the voices. first episodes of the podcasts, they, they do. Say and this is kind yeah. of like our debut. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're really going for something a little bit new. We're we're <laughs> rebranding. We're here. We're different yeah. people. We're not millennials anymore. <laughs> we're younger. We're younger, <laughs> guys. If you don't know. We decided we got younger. <laughs> that we are no longer late millennials, as our former radio show uh, announced us as. We have decided that we are Gen Z rising, a term that Niche coined. Yeah. yeah well, you know, <laughs> it's what we are. It's we decided. You know, what does rising mean in astrology? That you're on the cusp. Oh, so yeah. we're you know yeah like you're if you're um, a Scorpio rising, not only are you a thrift store in Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Uh, you're also almost a Scorpio, so we're almost Gen Zers. That's amazing. And I think it's important to emphasize that. I mean, it's weird because I think saying late millennial and Gen Z rising is saying the same thing. It is. Yeah. But the word millennial and late sucks. Yeah, they're we don't negative like words. <laughs> so it's true. a double negative. We don't need that. We don't need that poison. Also, I do think we all seem to identify a little bit more with Gen Z than we do millennials. Yeah. What do we have in common with Lena Dunham? Nothing. And right. what do we what have do in common with Jaden Donnelly Smith. and Jaden Smith? Exactly. Everything. 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 Me and Jaden. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was talking to my brother today and I referred to his generation as our generation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how I'm starting. Yeah, oh, I yeah. do that with my brother too, but he's like 16. So yeah, it's really exactly. weird. Exactly. My brother doesn't fit the traits of any generation. No. <laughs> Post generation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so this is Gen Z Rising, formerly late millennials. We uh, talk about the t- topics that pertain to our generation, I yeah, think. Stuff yeah, stuff in the zeitgeist. We get a lot of questions. That's right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What does the, the Z stand for? Zeitgeist. 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 Yes. <laughs> we get a lot of questions, I feel like, always when we're talking to people who are older that are like, what's cool? Cool. What's cool? What's, what does your generation think? And I, I feel think like I'm always so disappointed. Like, I feel like I'm always being so disappointing. When an old person is like, what's cool? Because you're like, not cool. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, what's cool is never that interesting. Um, I just had a surf lesson with Alanis Morissette's surf instructor, so. Okay, but that's so not Gen Z. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surfing? That's like very I 90s. Think, I think surfing, <laughs> both I think of those surfing's things. a little bit Gen Z-y. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. It's yeah. a very, it's okay. like, what... Like it was big in the, in the 70s, 70s. Yeah, before the cool. drought, mm-hmm. before skateboarding, before, skateboarding. before the drought. Well, <laughs> the drought invented skateboarding. Yes, right. Yeah. Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, I don't know if they talk about that in that. Anyway, okay, but yeah, so. we're cool. We're young. <laughs> we're Gen Zs. Yeah, scratch the word millennial from any association with us. Yeah, we yeah. do not. We want are not associated with any millennials. No. Well, yeah. we don't have anything in common with them. I think it's fine. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have gotten that yet. Yeah. <laughs> we want to emphasize that before <laughs> we continue. We're not millennials. So we were thinking of starting off talking about I feel pretty. Yes. Which we saw a bit ago. A month ago. But it's still relevant. The reason why I think it's relevant is that I don't like anyone's criticism of it, and I think it's boring and not accurate. 
I agree. I saw a tweet thread today that really upset me, and it was a woman live tweeting sitting behind Greta Gerwig. Oh, I saw. I knew you were going to bring this up. And it just made me so angry because it basically, like, she was basically like, Greta didn't like the movie, and I didn't like the movie, and it's fine that I was on my phone. Yeah. And I was just like, what kind of, like, attitude is that? You know? (laughs) Like... I didn't see a problem with it. Everyone was tweeting about it being like, this is really invasive and having a lot of problems with what she's... I don't know. Is that about Greta Gerwig? Yeah. People were like oh. defending Greta and like, this is invading Greta's privacy. That's, she's Greta's like, no, a public she was in figure. public yeah. and also talking really loudly. Yeah. Well, okay. Also, I was just... I didn't like it because the tweet thread opened up a lot of like room for like crazy, angry male Twitter people to be like, yeah, that movie sucks. Fuck that movie. Well, what we were talking about, like, before we started recording was another podcast that was talking about I Feel Pretty, and they were just, like, really mean. Yeah. Like, about Amy Schumer's appearance. Yeah. And then also, like, saying she wasn't funny, which is, like, a totally different opinion to have. But, like... I mean, and and we, when we saw it, Dana, we, like, looked up all of the reviews because we were curious what other people thought. Maybe, do you want to talk about, like, how we felt when we first saw it? When we first saw it, I think we liked it. We laughed. I th- we laughed, I think, every time we were supposed to. I didn't have any real issue with it. I didn't have any, your cat fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing anything. Yeah, he moved a dial. Okay. <laughs> if, he, if he does that twice, I can get him put down. <laughs> oh, God, I like <laughs> I will call animal control <laughs> if that happens again. Okay. Uh, yeah, so when we saw it, we liked it. We laughed. We thought it was cool. We thought we related to the sentiment that sometimes all you need is a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. And I think a lot of the criticisms were really unfair because people were basically expecting it to make some sort of, like, really nuanced commentary yeah, on feminism. Exactly. Which I don't think is fair. We were talking about this. It's a broad studio comedy <laughs> with Amy Schumer. <laughs> and people were, like, looking looking to it like it was going to, like you know, make a statement or like, what's also, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. What did sleepless in Seattle do for politics? Right, exactly. And like, what why, did- yeah. Why does the one rom-com have to be some sort of like political commentary? When we were saying it has more in common with those kinds of nineties supernatural yeah. element rom-coms, which are than so it, cute. Then it so does cute. like a, I mean, I don't even know what category people are thinking. I don't know. <laughs> like a feminist. I have no idea. Propaganda. I think people are reading a lot into it, and like that's maybe what's making them not like it. I also have a theory that people who don't like it don't like it because it makes them feel like insecure. And well, like, I and said it, it made okay, me yeah, feel yeah, insecure. It did make you feel insecure. But I don't think that that. But what, you didn't not like it, and you I think also, like, so I liked and, and it. What, what, what it made you insecure about, I think, was like rooted in something really different. Yeah, I, like, it I was, agree. It was, <laughs> and then that brought about like a whole other conversation about like, I mean, if you want to talk about why you thought. Well, okay. The reason, so I saw I feel pretty. I thought it was really. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I was like, I left the theater being like, I enjoyed that movie. Then I Dana drove me home, and then I like, yeah, did feel kind of like bad and weird and I think it was that there it it was the same reason that I feel like kind of before and after uh like fitness photos when people have lost a lot of weight make me feel weird too is that there is still like some kind of like self-hatred 
element where you're like, no, everyone can like be pretty. Yeah. When it's like, no, you should just be able to not be pretty and have it not Yeah, matter. why? Yeah, exactly. It, why it does, does everyone have to that feel everyone beautiful? Has to feel beautiful? Yeah. Right. Why but can't that, you just not think about right. it? Right, because our society values beauty so much that you, and I, it's yeah, hard to And escape. I think how much everyone had something to say about it just like emphasized that everyone has something to say about beauty. And I get it. It's like not, it was not saying anything radical about beauty for sure, but it shouldn't have to no. because it's it's a, a rom-com. And yeah. it's also, it's more a, like, more so than having a message, it's just, like, a vehicle for the story. It's, like, a funny log line. Yeah, That's exactly. what it is. Yeah. yeah, a woman hits her head and thinks that she's beautiful. Yeah, and it's Amy Schumer, <laughs> who yeah. everyone's always calling fat and ugly anyway, so it's a and big, it just, also, it just funny... Like, I'm sorry, people were... It just was funny. I actually, like, really hate the criticism it was that it so wasn't funny. funny, because it was funny. <laughs> like, it just was. I, that makes yeah. me so angry in a lot of ways. Well, I think people like went in not wanting to laugh. At exactly. It. Well, we saw two people leave when we went. Yeah. And I was just really kind of like irritated because I'm like, okay, this movie is not so bad that you can leave. It's not. I, I, it's not silence. <laughs> it's not silence, which I did walk out of. <laughs> Wearing a Kylie hoodie, and I don't know. I think that's like good for her brand. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. <laughs> But yeah, and I, so yeah, so I like listened to this podcast today where they were just like being really mean about like the movie and Amy Schumer. And I didn't think that their criticism was that valid because it was basically saying like, oh, something that was definitely like, I don't know if this was super direct or just like an undercurrent was like, um, this is like glorifying like being fat and like saying oh it's my okay God. to be fat. I, and they were just talking about her like this. She's like this ugly fat ogre. And we were saying the reason it works is that she is fine enough looking. She's just not beautiful. And so really all she does need is confidence. Well, it's like how we always talk about the concept of being quote unquote hot enough. It's just the idea that. Okay, guys are disgusting pigs, and guys will fuck anything. And so it is the idea that, like, if you are at least Amy Schumer-level attractiveness, you can probably fuck any guy you want to. It is a matter of, like, do you believe that you can? Yeah. And that was literally what and it was that was saying. the premise of the movie. You're not disgusting. No. You're just a girl. Right. You're not particularly pretty, but that's fine. Right. Right. That, that because no mess- one gives a shit. And that was the message. And also, and you can find a guy to tell you you're pretty. Also, I like, right. I like the idea. <laughs> yeah. But I also like the idea that it's, like, kind of the only person who gives a shit about what you look like is you. And, like, how Nisha and I talk about this a lot, but it's you, like... We wake up feeling different every day. And I think this is true for everyone. But, like, I, like some days I'll wake up and I'll be like, I feel fat and ugly. And then the next day I'll wake up and I'm like, I'm skinny and hot. I, right. Which makes and no it's like, logical sense. It makes literally no sense. Literally throughout the day. Yeah, throughout the day. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ugly. I'm one hotter than me. Oh, me too. It's just impossible to be hotter than me. But then, like, the next, but like, literally an hour later, I'll be like, yeah. Like, <laughs> You look really good today, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, doesn't she? Yeah, you yeah. do. You look really pretty. We were saying, actually, that, like, it's... I feel like that's evidence of humans, like, becoming biologically less Oh, yeah, Audrey and I smart. had a fight about if we were biologically, like, intelligent. I think we're And getting... I was arguing that we were, but I was wrong. We wanted to, we wanted to be fighting <laughs> about it, biologically but I just didn't agree. So, because... Okay, well, basically, how does it start out? It starts out with us talking. We're watching a game show. 
We're what watching game a show? game show, uh, like an 80s game show, and it's super easy. They're like, like, Supermarket like sweep. what Ivy League is in Connecticut? <laughs> and like Audrey, we we're like, yeah, these are really easy. And Audrey's like, well, you know, and I was like, well, it's because humans have gotten smarter, which is a dumb thing to say. <laughs> like a proof you that don't we have to have put it. yourself down, Nish. No, I'm not putting myself down. And then um, Nish always takes agreeing with someone else way too far. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, we get it. When I said, I'm like, Nish, we can't talk about this on the podcast because you're agreeing with me too easily. <laughs> no, but okay, so then, yeah, so basically it just turned out, like, are we biologically intelligent? And I think we are, because, like, I, my argument, which then was basically just our... Which you then totally backed away from. <laughs> Even though I was almost a bio major, was that, look at, our, like, our population size, it's just, like, increased so much. And then... What? <laughs> That's what I said. Well, like, obviously, we're reproducing at a faster rate than ever before. Because, so, like, we've, we, our population size has increased by billions of people. But we're also, like, that, anyways. What I argue Isn't that just a concept of exponential growth? Like, you're a math But that's also a sign of being, like, biologically intelligent because we're not at risk of... I mean, all it means to be biologically intelligent is that you're not at risk of being extinct. Okay. And we no, are not I mean, at all. Okay, so I'm, I was talking about individually on a biological level we but individuals don't matter sorry go ahead sorry, excuse go ahead. me sorry i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> i but our generation i would say our generation of gen z's our generation of millennials um has less sex than any previous generation and the fact that we have let things that are not our biological instincts that do matter literally just like having sex and having children like we we let like like our mind get in the way doesn't that mean we're stupid but we let like dumb shit and neuroses get in the way of having sex that does mean we're biologically stupid i, I don't i feel like that's only that, american people. yeah i think well I, what i said was yeah. specifically western modern democracies yeah yeah, yeah. i believe and capitalism that, and that i agree with but you just can't look at like the human race and say we've gotten by bi we're biologically well, stupid fine our generation of modern democracy well, we're, we, we don't yeah i mean being social is a sign of like biological intelligence and which we are not but i was also saying just the fact that like la we're, is we're not a biologically intelligent where people like choose to like not have children so they can travel more <laughs> Like, that's not biologically intelligent. No. Intellectually, maybe. No. But it's your... We don't, we don't think so. <laughs> we don't think so. We think that's dumb bullshit. Audrey thinks that going nowhere is cool. Audrey's like, I don't think... Yeah. Like, Audrey just doesn't think any sort of vacation is cool. It's not, no, but I think that's true. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. <laughs> You guys so like our ads? <laughs> <laughs> Squarespace already. Squarespace, Squarespace before we even started. Like, how, how much do we have so far of our... No, how much have we recorded? Oh, I think you meant how much money have we made. <laughs> 14 minutes. I feel like 14 minutes in, we should already have a Patreon. I feel like people should know. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, right? no, we should be like living off of this also, podcast. Also, considering who has a Patreon... Yeah, okay, I think we're good can enough. have a Patreon, though, Oh, my right? God, you guys, Eve started a GoFundMe today. I saw it. That was, she's trying, yeah, I didn't I know what that was. I'm like, change. what is this? She is trying to raise money for, essentially, coasters. I was like, you're literally crowdfunding for coasters. Wait, what do you mean coasters? They're coasters that you dip in your drink to see if it's drugged. <laughs> And I shouldn't laugh. Oh, no, but it's fine because on it on her GoFundMe, she has a statistic that's like seven percent of males like get roofied. And I was like, okay, like I feel like probably most of that's by accident. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. 
Well, it's like how that guy tried to roofie me at Tenants and Jack, <laughs> Jack got my beer. Yeah, like Jack is who's getting roofied. Yeah. Anyway, I was just, uh, sorry. You should just like donate her allowance. That's what I was saying. Okay, go fund me. What's like so funny is like so many of her friends donated like fifty dollars, and I'm like, what? Like, why are you guys like doing this? (laughs) Also, who are they going to? They're going. I guess Eve is going to distribute them. This is also sketchy. At Stanford fraternity and sorority parties, and I'm like, why are you going to Stanford fraternity and sorority parties? I mean, they've been studying for finals in the Stanford library, and my theory is that like. I, I don't, whatever. They got invited to a party yeah. and don't want to get roofied yeah. and don't want to pay for their <laughs> coasters. <laughs> That's oh, so, right? Eve is so cheap. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we were going to talk about, basically, on, on our movie kick. Yes. None of us have seen A Quiet Place. Yes. We're not why? sure why. We and we all, all have, have movie, movie pass. pass. <laughs> Jinx. We all have movie passes. We've made probably five different plans with each other to go see it. Yeah, our group text is literally like our only conversation is, do you guys want to go see A Quiet Place? (laughs) And then we all say yes, and then we all back out. And we don't go. Yeah. It's like me and Audrey won't even talk about how we're not going. Like, I'll be like in her house, and it'll be time to go to the movie, and neither of us will just like, we'll just like both not say anything about it. When I literally walked down to the... Chinese theater, the Egyptian one of the yeah. ones on Hollywood Boulevard. TCL. I walked there, and then I didn't go. Okay, here's <laughs> my theory on why I haven't seen it, is I think it they advertised it so heavily that by the time it came out, I was like, I get it. Like, I, I, think I don't I'm, think I do get it, though. I mean, I probably don't get it, but I felt like I had seen so... I had seen, like, at least 40 minutes worth of the trailer, right. and I was like, I don't need to see the movie. I haven't even seen a trailer. Okay, I don't know why I don't want to go. That's really weird. Why don't you want to go? I don't know. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Nish, why do you think we haven't gone? Well, I, I think I haven't gone because neither of you two have wanted to go. But you will go see movies alone, as will I, and neither of us have had the independent urge to go. Well, I kept thinking we were all going to go together. <laughs> I kept thinking, <laughs> and like, we still it could. might happen. We could go At tonight. this point, I do I not want to go. Okay. <laughs> see? I don't really want to go either. I don't want to go either. I'm just trying to, like... <laughs> Well, also, I think we, like, decided this a couple days ago that we just weren't going to go see yeah, it. Yeah, we just, it's just off the table. And so then I, like, it It felt like a burden. It, oh, yeah, yeah it's it, a felt like, it felt like canceling plans. Oh, it yeah. It was amazing. It was, yeah, it it was, it's beautiful. But I don't know why, because, I don't okay. think it actually seems that interesting. I, I think, I think it was Same. hyped up a lot, and it's like, I don't actually think, and I think because horror's yeah. really in, we, like, want to think it's cool, and it's like, everyone likes John Krasinski, and it's like, oh, he directed it, but, like... Also, stay Is in your lane. Is he a good director? Like, <laughs> stay what, in though? your lane. Stay in your lane. Exactly. You're hot. You're an actor. Yeah. Anyway, so it is but like... People like it, but no, no, but he didn't write it, and I think that's why direct, it's good. Did, well, there's nothing to write. It's called A Quiet Place. What? He's <laughs> 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 just like, there's no script, it's Audrey. Like, it's like how the... It's good, dude. It is like how Dunkirk had, like, there was, like, a person who wrote on Did Dunkirk. you see his brief interviews with Idiot's Man? <laughs> Honestly, there are Sofia Coppola movies with less dialogue. Well, we wouldn't know. We haven't seen it. No, but I'm, I was just joking. Yeah, no, it's a good Assu- Assuming. It yeah, assuming. But, like, I, in theory, I think it is, it's the kind of horror movie I wouldn't want to see. Oh, I think it's a horror movie I would potentially like because it's, like, kind of art But we liked Hush, which is, sounds similar. It's similar in the concept that there's no noise. That's very similar. Hush in a Quiet Place, very similar name. But there was a movie What's like that, that recently, too, or a couple years ago, with the girl and the two guys who break into that 
guys, the blind guys' house, and they oh, can't that make them? sound. What? Is that them? No, I don't think it's called them. Oh. But it was pretty scary. I don't remember what it's called. Let's see. Yeah, but I would see that. I want to see that. It's I don't so want to good. See a quiet oh my god, place. you'd love it. It has such a good twist too. Holy. But shit. why do I want to see? I think it is the fact that like they all look really rugged. In a quiet place. Yeah, he looks that's rugged. why you haven't seen it. I think it's because he looks rugged. Mm-hmm. Audrey doesn't like a mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it makes it look like more of like a. Like a mountain like movie? A, like a, or like a man movie? You're like, like, where's Robert Redford? Audrey's like a man. <laughs> I couldn't possibly see this movie. It'll be true. No, it's not that. It's like, like it makes it, like, like I don't want to see someone like surviving outside. We're all like, we're all I like, mean, we don't want to see same it because it doesn't look good. Like the pl- Audrey's like, I don't know the man. I'm watching it's it. It's not that. I think he's adorable. It's like, it's, it's. That I don't want to see someone survive outside. Yeah. I think that is it. They have I'm a watching house. it and I'm if like, you've seen the trailer, they're in their house a lot. Yeah. Like the scenes I've seen, uh, there's, there's, they get, she gives birth in a bathtub, but she has to do it quietly. That also kind of made me not want to see it. it sounded yeah. like painful that doesn't to watch. sound fun to watch. Yeah. I think it's also it feels like apocalypsy. I think it is. Like I think it's about like I think it's like they live in a society where they were once able to talk. Yeah, it's not really horror. See, right? Is it? That's like, like it's a little it bit. I hate post-apocalyptic. I've also heard it's not a horror movie. Like I've heard it's not actually. It's just like a suspenseful just, kind and of like, post-apocalyptic. Everyone wants to be a horror movie. Everyone's like, we're a horror movie. Everyone's branding as a horror. Everyone's movie. branding because it's like a good, you know, tactic. Yes, yeah, so I too am Jordan Peele. I too exactly. That's funny. Who's among us is not Jordan Peele nowadays? Have you guys heard of the new Get Out? <laughs> it's called Quiet John Krasinski. <laughs> For fans of Hush and The Office. It's like Get Out meets <laughs> The Office. <Yes. laughs> They're like, like, wow, that sounds yeah. great. Everyone's $20 million like, oh dollars for God. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Guys. Okay, so yeah. so we're never gonna see we're it. We're never gonna next. see it. I Whatever. feel really good about this. Me too. <laughs> I feel amazing. I might see it on v- on like if it's on streaming. I can see seeing it if it's if but that doesn't really like you know. I'm not watching passes. that shit on streaming. Really? I literally I'll watch anything on streaming. Oh my god! Today on streaming, I was watching this Lifetime movie that was like a really poor budget version of the girlfriend experience Ooh. and it was incredible i feel like that's your ideal it was movie. literally it's my new favorite movie yeah oh yeah yeah it's called sugar babies that's yeah. heard of beautiful very dana very dana um do we want to talk about yeah you want to read us the, the yeah 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 thing? read us the huma quote okay so basically i was watching msnbc with my mom today and that's so cool you know it's it was fine but um, there was, they were basically talking about, they were first talking about the Monica Lewinsky thing and how Monica Lewinsky was uninvited from that. Like, did you hear about this? No. She tweeted about it. Okay, so Monica Lewinsky was invited to some, like, town and country event that's, like, for, like, women and, like, young women. Mm-hmm. And then she was uninvited because Bill Clinton decided to come. Oh, Who my uninvited God. Her? The town and country people, like Whoa. the. Are you joking? I'm pretty sure it was town and country, but the yeah. World so then they segued in. into Huma Abedin talking about um, Georgina Chapman and Weinstein, and how they've bonded the two of them since like their husbands are like in yeah. jail and like going to jail, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but she said like. 
people don't feel sorry for us. You don't get that empathy. People think you're beautiful, you're thin, you're rich, you're photographed on the red carpet, and you get stuck in this category. There's so much depth beyond all that with Georgina. And then Georgina <laughs> said, um, was talking about stuff, and then she says, uh, that's what makes this so incredibly painful. I had what I thought was a very happy marriage. I loved my life she said, adding that she was never, in quotes, suspicious about her husband's behavior. So I had two things about that. I mean, obviously, yeah, go the Abedin quote. But then it's also, <coughs> why lie, Georgina Chapman? Like, what? I don't know if she is lying. Do you really not think as they someone, didn't have any problems? As someone who watched someone else ignore someone else's <laughs> really weird behavior, yeah, I believe it. But no, but then... After saying, yeah, I was like trying to ignore it and it sucks that it came out in this public way. Did she say that? No, I'm saying that I feel like that's what she should have said. I I believe Do you really I think- genuinely believe she was never suspicious. I think you're coming from a place where you just haven't seen deep denial. Maybe. I've been I'm I'm the victim of someone else's <laughs> deep denial, and I really believe that. Like I hard believe that. But like after the fact. Saying. Even after the fact, I think... Also, it's like, what do you mean, like, it was a perfectly happy marriage? Like, he at some point just, like, was, like, a psychopath. Like... Um, okay, again, But, but do, you think, do you think that someone would, like, speak publicly saying, I had no idea what was going... Wouldn't I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure also, no, that's... I'm sure that's, like, advised by their lawyer. Like, I'm sure they can't say anything. Do you think she... I mean, why does she care? I think, I think, I, 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 I genuinely believe that. You believe that? I okay. believe that Let's so Let's talk hard. about the Huma Abedin. Okay, so the, in regard to the Huma Abedin thing, I think it definitely goes against my sentiment, which is anyone who's skinnier automatically has a better life than me. Oh, yeah. True. And so I'm kind of like, I know no one should feel sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that they don't. I think it was also just the way that she said it. Like, she's like, I'm so hot. I'm so rich. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Like, I'm rich and hot, so no one feels bad for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. No, it's yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. weird. Yeah. I feel pretty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, she's Emily Radajowski, and I yeah. feel pretty. She is Emily no, Radajowski, but it's funny because Emily Radajowski was almost playing like a trope of like herself because it was like a, like, I feel like it's just a, it's an outdated thing to say, like, right? Oh, that like I'm hot, but like right, people, like I don't even. Yeah. Do people even say that? It like, was just very Emily Radajowski's character is like a joke. Like she's supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, like I think that's so, what yeah. I got from yeah. it was that she's like yeah, a comedic yeah. character. Oh, I didn't think so. I thought I, I was thought, supposed to be I taking Amy seriously. Schumer was kind of making fun of that kind of a person. No, but Amy Schumer didn't write it, or you know, whoever. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I thought it was taking that seriously. I kind of saw, well, that's, yeah, I guess I thought it was, me, too, also because she just is a realistic portrayal of that kind of hot girl. Yeah, I guess I just, like, saw it as kind of, like, a parody of that kind of a person. Did you not read Emily Ratajkowski's Lenny letter? <laughs> I didn't, but, yeah. <laughs> well, not necessarily that Emily Ratajkowski, like, thought or, like, had the, like, thought of it. You guys, she's always been hot and, like. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> that's really, that was really hard for her for a while. She was hot before it was cool. Yeah. When, when she was 12. But it's, like, also, it's, like, for both of them, I'm, like, yeah, if you, like, seemed like a real person, I'm sure people would feel bad for you. No, I, yeah. <laughs> if 
people all do you do are. feel yeah. bad for hot people. I felt bad for many hot people in Which my ones? life. Which one? Who? I literally, like, as I said that. <laughs> you said that you're like, like, I have no, to think have of someone not. really cool. Name one. Um, let's see. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't, because if you're objectively, like, really hot and thin, like, your life just is dope. Well, it's like I don't think her life is dope, but I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> her life is dope. number one dopest life. <laughs> you're right. Her life is not dope. Also, it does suck that like if your husband were to like send nudes to I young girls, I just feel bad for her. That's when it gross. Happened. Yeah, I felt bad for I her. Yeah, I, I felt bad when the documentary came out. After that I was quote, like, this I is feel a way bit, less bad. Right. But the, exactly, that's yeah, what I, I mean. It's like I before you acknowledged how pretty you were, right. like. No one was thinking about that. I was like, yeah. wow, like, that's so sad. I thought about how pretty she was, but it, I wasn't like, but do I feel less bad for her I didn't really think pretty. about how yeah, pretty I, she was. I was like, that's just so sad. I was not thinking about her beauty when her husband was like... Well, you're like, it clearly doesn't matter how pretty she was. Like, if anything, he wants I thought a 15 year old. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, so I, I feel think... bad for, in that context, any beautiful woman who's over 20... So true. Oh my god, like, I feel sorry for myself every goddamn day. I feel sorry day. for us, guys. <laughs> we like, rebranded to be Gen Z. That is like really hard to accept. I'm realizing it's like I'm 23 and I'm already like, if my boyfriend leaves me for someone younger, there's nothing I can do about well, that. Well, okay, I was talking to someone the other day who was 25 and I thought I was so much younger than him and he was like saying things to me like, yeah, as you get older, like your back starts to hurt. I'm like, well, I... <laughs> I was like, I don't really have to worry about that. And he's like, aren't you, like, 23? And I'm like, no, I'm 22. But I, like, expected when I said I'm 22 for that to ring, like, a bell in him. Like, well, she's so young. But he's like, yeah, no, your back's going to start hurting. 22 isn't that young. I know. I was, like, delusional that I thought it was. Wait, okay, guys, at what age do you think we'll be too old to get Me Too'd? Oh, good question. I feel like old people are getting Me Too'd every day. No, I feel like they, like, talk about getting Me Too'd in, like, the 80s. Hmm. I think 25. 25. What? No, what are you fucking... <laughs> Nish, are you joking? You don't Nish? think you too old? Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Nish, oh. people who are, like, 28 definitely still get Me Too'd. <laughs> Oh, okay, got it. I think, <laughs> I, do you not understand the question? Or I thought, did you genuinely, I thought, no, I understood do you the genuinely think that people who are over 25 don't get harassed? <laughs> I think like 45. Really? I, I think even older. Do you think because I think, really? Yeah, I think, think there are a lot of like, especially execs and stuff, like women execs who are like probably at 50 who probably still get stuff. Me too. Yeah. Damn it. Nish, I, like, that's insane. I was like, I can't wait to be 26 so I can stop worrying like, about Like, I'm just harassment. picturing, <laughs> I guess I'm picturing a Sheryl Sandberg, but, like, slightly less powerful, and it's, like, she's getting harassed. But I think it depends how, like, how we're defining me, too. If it's just, like, workplace inappropriate behavior in the way that sometimes it's, like, making sex jokes or, no, like, I think, whatever. I think probably, like, saying something about, like, their body. Yeah. Like, I think their bodies still get commented on until probably they're 50, maybe yeah. more. Is, it, is that what you say the definition is? Honestly, is people say rude stuff your... to my mom all the time. Whoa. Your mom's, like, pretty hot. Your mom's hot. <laughs> like, goals, honestly. <laughs> like, my mom gets, like, catcalled. So Lucky her. Also, also, your mom is, like, small enough that she could be any age. That's true. One time we were on a plane, and the flight attendant, uh, it was, like, my mom and Eve were standing next to each other, and the flight attendant was, like, you have such nice legs, and Eve was, like, thank you, and the flight attendant goes, you have such nice legs, and she said it, like, three times, and Eve didn't realize that she was talking to my mom. Wow. You know. 
That sucks for Eve. It sucks for Eve. <laughs> Eve is ugly. <laughs> With uh, oily hair, which yeah, you also have. Yeah, I, I do. Oh, do you guys want to talk about your eyelash perm? Well, I was thinking Ooh. you could talk, first talk about your stupid hair thing that you did. Okay, first of uh, all, let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay, we're back. I'm ready to talk about my Brazilian blowout, which is, for those of you who are unfamiliar, essentially, uh, it's a keratin treatment that makes your hair permanently straight. And this is really funny to Audrey because my hair is really straight. It's really it's straight. It's really straight. It's like straighter than, it's very straight. It's straighter than mine. It's straighter than Eve's and Eve also got one. It's straighter and than most people's. Can I also say that like, so Eve got it a couple weeks ago. Eve is my little sister. For Eve is Dana's sister. <laughs> and Dana was so mean to Eve about it and told her how bad it looked and how stupid it was that she was getting it. And Dana's hair is so much straighter than Eve's. Like, Eve has my hair. And Eve I Eve actually looks different. She does look different. You don't look hair. different. I think it looks better, though. I don't That's think That's not it what looks I said. Better. I said, I mean, Eve, like, looks different in photos. Like, I don't think I look different. You don't Do look not. different. In fact, I think your hair looked wavier after. I kind of think so, too. I went to the it, beach today. No, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But... But talk I mean, about it, Dana. Talk about how you feel. Talk about how the uh, the hair lady kind of gave you shit. Yeah. So basically, I was yeah at the salon, and they were like, "Your hair's already straight." And I was like, "Yeah, I just wanted to like lie flatter." And the lady was like, "Okay." Basically, I just wanted it to fall differently, and I realized I'm just gonna have to let it grow out. But what my main takeaway, as every human does, as every human does, my main takeaway was that I like the way I look so much Ugh. that I really am looking for beauty treatments that just keep me looking the same <laughs> that is <laughs> the real message of I feel pretty exactly <laughs> I can't get hotter there we go all right that's it guys yeah. <laughs> the pretty committee strikes back oh my god yeah title of this episode yeah and then Nisha and I got lash perms and they look really good yeah lash perms for those of you who don't know are also like a keratin a perm, treatment. Also a keratin treatment. A perm, instead of going on your hair, it goes on your eyelashes. It permanently curls them. People have been telling me how pretty my eyes are. No. That's really great. Which is, ha- which is how I know that it like, yeah, is it's doing something. Oh. Yeah. Neesh, I told you you looked beautiful today. You didn't say beautiful. Jack well, didn't know what beautiful. color my eyes were four years into us being really good friends. Yeah, I mean, He you thought you, I had brown eyes. You squint. That's kind of, yeah, but that's weird. Brown? But that is weird. Right? I mean, that's kind of, like, mean. I have brown eyes. It felt like I think of you as, like, less... In his defense, like, 95% of the world's population has brown eyes, so he was just taking, like, I think a, Jack. I think Jack yeah, wants... True. I think Jack wishes he was the only one with blue eyes. I think that's Because then true. he would have that over us. Oh, my like, gosh, yeah. Well, I have blue eyes. And, you know... Real. He wants to be superiorly dominant. He always talks about and how... he never will be. He always talks about how he's not like other white people. Which is, like, really should. dumb, because that's a recessive gene. True. You know? Yeah, no, Jack is one. But it's exclusive. Oh my god, he yeah, really but is. But it's exclusive, and he likes the exclusive. He did genes. win the genetic lottery, and that like the odds of him looking like that were very low. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay, and then the last thing we wanted to talk about, keeping on our Gen Z, we're cool. We're young. So cool. We're trying to like explain the world to people who are lame and old. We're literally Jaden Smith if Jaden Smith went to public school. Dude, and wasn't a Scientologist. And wasn't a Scientologist. And didn't have parents who were like, like, 
beards to each other. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, like, a lot of variables, but, like, we're basically... But we Jaden basically Smith. are Jaden Smith. But we wanted to talk about um, the word hipster. Yes. People... I would say mostly older, but I've heard young people use it as well. I heard a 19-year-old Instagram thought that I follow use it today. There we go. And Crazy. I was like, damn, we need a new word. We need a new word. Hipster, it's outdated. It refers to people who were, what was cool in, in 2012. 20, until 2012. Till 2012. From 2008 <laughs> to 2012. From when emo became indie. Hip- yeah, exactly. Yes. I yeah. miss indie. I know. When really? we when I we really started do. miss indie. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. You I would. loved well, well you I like Death Cab. I like Googled for sure like a lot and like looked on Urban Dictionary like how to be indie. <laughs> Is this supposed to be relatable? <laughs> no, I think a lot of other people did too. Listeners, please let us know if you also did this. Yeah. Every time Audrey talks about anything that happened prior to me meeting her, I'm like, she and really like, normalizes Wait, it Audrey, a little bit. Wait, Audrey, can you really too? quickly tell the monkey bar story? <laughs> I don't want. To. I mean, I can. Can you please? Okay, so uh, this is so funny. <laughs> you guys, Audrey. Wow, Audrey's childhood just sounded so bleak. Which is funny because she had like <laughs> she had a happy childhood. She had yeah, she grew up in like a nice neighborhood. She had great parents. She had a couple cats. Like had a brother. Was not an only child. Just really quickly, just a lot. Okay, so like basically, a- <coughs> I broke my wrist when I was like I want to say like eight or ten. Bird bones. Bird bones. Yeah, exactly. So I, and it was because I fell off the monkey bars. And I always told people it was because I fell off the monkey bars. And it was kind of because I fell off the monkey bars. But I, like, mostly hung out alone at recess. (laughs) I mostly hung out alone at recess. And I didn't actually know how to do the monkey bars. Like, my arms weren't strong enough. So I would kind of just, like, climb up the ladder and then, like, like, hang on the monkey bars. This makes me so sad. And I would just kind of, like, hang for as long as I could until my arms got tired. <laughs> <laughs> you should find out the saddest thing you've ever heard. And then really I'd drop down, and then I'd go back on the ladder, and I'd get back up. <laughs> like, she told me that story, and it really upset me. Yeah. It really stuck with me. We and were then, all talking about monkey bars in kind of, like, a very pleasant way and saying, like, cute stories. Like, and then Audrey does this thing where she, like, says this story like it's relatable. <laughs> And then one time, so I probably did this for like a year. And then one time when I dropped down, my leg got caught on the ladder. And I fell flat on like my face and on my wrist and I broke my wrist. And yeah, I broke my wrist. And But I decided to stay because it was Valentine's Day and I wanted to get the little Valentine's that they made everyone. I feel like also one common theme in all of your stories is you sustaining some sort of like really actually bad injury and then like powering through. I did power through. Ugh. Audrey's motto is just power through. It really is it really actually. Is. Yeah, I it's like, like why are you like that? Like, I don't know. Really, no, my mom's like that. You're very uh, like pay your dues core. I wonder if it's going to grow up. <laughs> So LA. That's, no, that's actually a really millennial trait. Yeah, is being pay your dues core. Is it? Because millennials, millennials don't pay, pay their, their dues. dues. They change their jobs every six months. Maybe. I just meant like uh, the whole assistant thing. Oh and yeah, unpaid well, intern <laughs> thing. But 
I guess I feel I was, like all the millennials I know are like, fuck that. I'm not going to be an assistant. I'm going to go, like, not have a job and smoke <laughs> weed all day. <laughs> and say I'm a freelance photographer. Like, okay. <laughs> Come on, Audrey. <laughs> Do you know any millennials with jobs, Niche? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone who has a um, job. Literally everyone uh, that is older than us doesn't have a job. Do yeah. any of our older peers have jobs? Anyway, no. so the word hipster. Yes, but I, I um, think it's over. I hate when people call me a hipster because then I feel uncool. It makes me feel extremely Like, uncool. I hate when, like, someone will come to me and go, you're just such a hipster. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was looking cool. Yeah. No, you are, Nish. Also, I think, like, maybe this, this, maybe this is just me, but I feel like I, like, people, like, kind of use that word to describe me because I'm ethnic and only because yeah, I'm ethnic. Yeah, oh my God. And because that you're is... not cool. <laughs> what? You're, no, because no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't think in any way. No, but I don't think in any way I even fit like the criteria if for Dana what they're white. They do, we've talked about how you actually do dress pretty cool and that if you were just taller, people, you would look cool. Yeah, but at some point, like, I just always look like. Yeah, you do look like you. Yeah. I think you're cool. Thank you. That's really nice. I do nice. think that, but God, I that's think so like such a not a funny thing to put on the podcast. But <laughs> I, you know, I think you're cool. <laughs> it's really like, not like funny, or, but I think you're cool. Thank um, you. So, what's our propos- like? What's our proposition for another word? Well, for okay. I we've always just said like cool or hip. That's cool like or hip. I don't really Young have hot? a noun. Young what, hot. What's, wait, what's the opposite that's of normie? Hip. hip. What's the opposite of normie? That's the thing. There isn't an opposite. Yeah, of that's the problem. Like, like why can't we just cool? say you're hip? Why do why why? I think we do need a noun. Yeah, yeah. There's no, always been a noun. There's always a noun. Like you're so indie. Well, we call we we call people cool hots, but I think that's different. That's, that's totally also, different. Yeah. That's also not being hip. Really. Also, being hot isn't necessarily being cool. But I also feel like, like it's like what aesthetic do people use? Like, do people use the word hipster to describe? Like, okay, but see, that's honestly, my problem people with, with beards. It. People with beards with like big ears. Like, honestly, like, but but see, that's the that's what the aesthetic that they that because that used to be the cool right, aesthetic. Exactly. But people still call them hipsters. But then, like, the kind of like people who like wear streetwear and like nineties, like yeah, whatever. Exactly. People call those people hipsters, and it's and a that's completely totally different aesthetic. Different. Yes. Also, because it's. Isn't that just like being on trend? Isn't that just like wearing? Is that really even that? That's what hipster means. Yeah, at some point. Well, I think it's almost being ahead of the curve. But yeah, it's like you're hip with the trends. Like that is what what should it be called? Yeah, what should what is our noun? Maybe we could brainstorm. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about it next time. The big reveal. The big reveal. I mean, yeah. (laughs) The next hipster. I think we should actually all go off and like make a list. Oh yeah, and then we can kind of test them. Yeah, we could even cut this part out. Okay. In addition, no, we need to air this. But in addition to a new noun for hipster. I also think we all need to try to brainstorm the new Lay Labo Santal 33. Oh my god, yes. I'm so yeah. excited for that. Although really, I, I'm not, I have no I ideas. almost ordered yeah, Lay Labo yesterday because I almost gave up. No. No, we can figure it out. Niche. Also, one thing I do want to talk about is how do you guys find the good articles on the strategist? I can't find them. You just go It's like through. every article I, like, I read yeah. on I did go on the Twitter and it's the same articles, Audrey, but niche pick stuff that like applies to you. So you say you like, need to work with a research librarian <laughs> 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 to decode the I'm fucking like, strategy. I, mean, I, I get like I'm like I'm like so how and like acting like it's JSTOR. I'm like so how do you, like how do you guys like uh, like what do you mean? I'm like so where are you guys finding these articles? 
Nish, next time I see a good article, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, w- I'll yeah. send you the strategist articles. Maybe. Well, Audrey's always like, I, I'm like, that's such a cool product. She's like, thanks, I found it on the strategist. So I'm yeah. like, I'm reading the strategist. I, I don't believe you are. these articles. Yeah, I'm not really. You're probably just <laughs> clicking on the ones that are like, this is the shit on sale today. Like, those are the worst. I also, yeah, I read the ones that are like, what to get your mom for Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, no. Some of those are actually good, but. All right, I think we're done. All right, guys. All right, guys. Great talk. Bye. Welcome to Gen Z Rising. Welcome. Welcome. To Gen Welcome. Z you oh. want to be old? You don't want to be old? It would be awesome if we could turn this into a cult. I really well, want to be a If cult anyone's leader. interested. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. Cool. We have a demo. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Kiss. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>